that you just heard is Mod 2.0, my second single that I released. And it's on Spotify and available on my website at hyralopez.com slash hyrophonics. Stay tuned, episode two is coming on right now. Welcome guys, this is episode number two of Hyrophonics and Friends. Today, I have a special guest from Connecticut, my buddy Todd, and we're going to be talking veganism and a little bit about our journeys and his company. So let's give a nice warm welcome to Todd. What's going on, Hiro? Appreciate you having me on here. I'm stoked to talk about uh, my seven-month veganism journey so far and see what uh, what we could do, how we can collaborate, what what else we're going to talk about, and see where this conversation leads us. Uh, I'm stoked. Let's, uh, let's get it going. Awesome. Thank you, Todd, so much. So as you guys heard, he's uh, seven months vegan. I'm on my 11-month, and I was able to find Todd through Instagram. Uh, I found his profile, started checking it out, liked what I saw, and it just inspired me, and I started, like, giving him some love. He started giving me some love back, started DMing, and through the Instagram and the DM, we built this kind of, like, Instagram friendship, uh, and especially because we're both vegan and we're passionate about it and we're trying to work towards the same goal. So uh, I'm going to bring it back to him and he's going to tell us a little bit about how seven months ago his life changed into uh, veganism. Yeah. So it's been one of the most beautiful journeys of my life. I, I really have to be honest with that. I mean, I've, uh, I've always been a meat eater. Sorry. And uh, it was just uh unfortunately, I never really, I never put the correlation between a live animal and you know it coming onto my plate as stupid as it may seem but i mean i i always had a passion for animals i've always loved animals i i even wanted to be a zoologist when i was a little but i never pursued that dream because you know even a lot of people would say oh you're not going to make a lot of money doing that you're not going to do that so like sometimes you get deterred from like your passion and uh that'll actually lead me to the brand i started we'll get to that later about you know following your passion but, you know, I didn't follow with that. And, you know, I, I went to marketing and business and so forth. And now I'm doing my own thing, my own company. And uh, it, it's been beautiful. But, you know, I'm just going to go back to, you know, why I'm vegan now is just it's it's cruel. It's awful. I met a beautiful girlfriend who told me about it. We watched What the Hell. You know, she she told me to watch it. She started cooking for me. I was a I was a bodybuilder. You know, I, I did a competition and uh, I was eating meat probably five to six, maybe eight times a day yeah. while while on prep and not even realize how much not even realizing how much like of like cruelty is going into my body, emotions that are going into my body. You know, all you're thinking is, I just need to eat this to get big, and it's protein, and, you know, and you're not really realizing, like, there's it's a cow, or it's a baby chicken, and you're just blind. Even at a young age, you're just blind, and she really helped me open my eyes to really realize, like, back to why, when I was little, why I loved animals, and and why I shouldn't be eating meat, and here I am, seven months vegan and uh it's it's been incredible i've been able to survive and get my protein and <laughs> eat protein more, efficiency, right? yeah yeah and eat more than just grass so so yeah that's a little backspin about me and i don't know it, like i said it's been beautiful i've been surrounded by nothing but incredible people and it's only helped me build my my brand on the side of my current job to you know, really put it all together. And it, it was the missing element to, to what I think my brand needed, what my body needed, what my soul needed. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm happy, man. I, I'm truly happy. And even meeting you on Instagram, it's like you, you never know who you can meet. You can meet people from another country who are, who are realizing it too. And, yep. and you got this, the same mission to spread it, the same goals, the same reasons why you're vegan. And 
you look at people sometimes and you're not preaching it to them, but you're, you're really just stating some facts and some truth and they don't want to hear it. And it's just, it baffles me. But so, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Like, uh, kind of like the same kind of backstory in a way. Uh, I was dating this girl and she's been vegetarian like for 15 years for the animals, not with the full connection to that fish and eggs and dairy are as cruel as the meat industry. And randomly when I was doing, this is 11 months ago, when I was doing an internship, when I was finishing my photography program in Toronto, um, there was some activists doing some protests outside a supermarket and I got a flyer. I went home. I didn't think any of it. And then I mentioned it to my ex and she looked into it. And then she, she made the connection before me, like a week before. So for a week, she wouldn't stop talking about it. You got to watch this. You got to, you got to stop this, this. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I just, I gave up meat. I think six months prior due to meeting an actual cow. And it was, it was at a sanctuary and they had a baby calf there that was at this point pretty big. I touched his face and something clicked and I'm like, oh my God, I don't, I can't eat meat anymore. So I give up meat, but I was still eating everything else, like by the tons, especially cheese. But not yeah, until she, yeah. she made the connection and then she like, she wouldn't shut up about it for a week. And I'm like, okay, just come like, I, like give me, give me some time to process this. But then in one weekend, did the same thing. We watched What the Health, we watched uh, Cowspiracy, Forks Over Knives, and after those three movies, I'm like, uh, yeah, I got to do this. Like, not, I don't like saying the use, I don't like using the term cold turkey, but um, I had to do it like on the spot. I, I came home with cheese and some eggs because I was going to take a week to kind of like wean myself off. I couldn't do it. I was looking at the eggs and the cheese and I'm like, no, I, I got to stop like fully now. So I gave away that food and went and did a overhaul of my food, bought everything vegan, started fully vegan. And that was 11 months ago. Dude, that's incredible. So, I mean, I, I love that. It, it, it's, it's almost, like you said, similar, very similar story. And it's just, I hate to use the word cold turkey too, right? but you almost, <laughs> it, it, it just happens. Like, you're just like, no way, I'm done, I'm good. But that's, and that's, people, yeah. People are like, oh, that's just going to be a phase. You'll be eating meat before you know yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, heard all that. And it's like, people it's make like, fun nah, of man. you. Yep. People like, everybody turns into a nutritionist when you first say that you're vegan or they find out that you're vegan. Everybody, oh, but this, or then, or lions, though, or canines, though. I've heard all the those. Oh, but plants have feelings too. I'm like, okay, come on. Like they're always reaching out yeah. for something. And and what you don't make the connection back then is that like we've been socially indoctrinated into believing that this is what we need to be healthy. Never mind they hide the fact that it's one of the most cruel industries. That's why they're in slaughterhouses with no glass windows, because if, if we would see what happened, nobody would eat it, wanna eat it. Like and people don't make the connection that if, if you're such a lion, how are you going to kill dead animals on the road? If you were such yeah. a carnivore, you wouldn't have to cook your steak. You would just eat it raw. You would go and you would get hungry when you see a dog or a pigeon on the, on the, on the street if you were such yeah. a carnivore. So sure. you hear it all and people just want to reach out because... I think what it is, and I kind of, that's why I'm trying to be empathetic too when I try to talk to people about it is like, okay, I, I used to think like you, I used to think that meat was good and that I needed it. Obviously, we like the taste, but what happens is because they, they don't call it, call it meat, but you, these, you don't associate the cow, the animal, the lamb, the, it's flesh there. It's not meat, it's flesh, it's dead, rotting flesh. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's all socially stuff that pushes us to be kind of like zombies and believe whatever propaganda and stuff that they're giving us. And that's why it's so when you when you go vegan, one thing that happens is you go outside and then you you think that vegans are pushy. No, the meat industry and dairy industry are pushy because it's everywhere on billboards and commercials. Milk this milk to be healthy or uh, great. Like in Canada, it's all about. Oh, pure 100% Canadian beef. No, that's 100% Canadian torture, death. That's that's what it actually means. But you don't see it because you're 
you're just blind like everybody. Yeah. And, and and everyone's blind to it. Everyone is literally blind to it. I, I have these little arguments, not even arguments, because like I never wanted to get to like a confrontational a level, but like a debate. I would call it. You know, yeah, a debate. You know, but I'll be like, hey, so like, would you eat your own dog? And they're like, no, like that's my dog. And I'm like, oh, okay, but what if I tried to eat it? They're like, oh, I, I would kill you. And it's like, huh? So and it's like. It just it's like so you're you're not an animal lover a and you just you're you you're a pet lover and and again people are still blind to having a pet and I I mean I have two dogs and like yes some people might not even agree with having pets or or that either but you know you're still I I still care for them I love them like, yeah. like no other you can have but dogs there's people too so yeah and and there's people who aren't vegan and will have pets and and you're it's just like why do you have them and and like i know why they have them because they love them and everyone loves dogs but it's like how can you look at them while you're eating your dinner on the table and sometimes more more than likely you're eating meat and and to take it one step further some people will feed their dogs some of the fruit off the table and you're like that how are you eating? How are you feeding like your animals, like Stop. another friends, animal? Like that—that is—that is so wrong to be like doing that. And I—I I, I don't know. It's just—it's a whole vicious cycle of of being blind and and just that's all you see. And even like I don't know. Just so many people think vegans are weird, and it's yep. like, what is wrong with you? I'm 26 years old, and like. I'm seven months vegan now, but like I never, I never even said anyone was weird who was yeah. a vegan. Like, I, 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 I just, I, I, I don't know. And it, it's just great to be a vegan to realize like how, I don't know, you not. It's just you, you never want to people call people stupid, but it's like they they just really. I don't get Tell how like are. they care. <laughs> not gonna lie, two people are, but it's it's not even at their fault. It's like it is so pushed and like people go for oh it's tradition it's culture or you can go with people that are religious and they're like oh well god put them here for us well i have vegan friends that are fully religious they're christian and they they don't believe god put them here for us if anything they put them here for us to live side by side with them not to exactly i mean they say not to kill Right. I mean, you're not supposed to kill, right? Isn't that? I mean, I'm not very religious, but like, I, I, was, I, was, I don't know. Raised, I was raised Catholic, but then at some point, I'm kind of went atheist. But one thing that I, even if you look at, if you actually do look at the Bible, at the Bible, what they're preaching is eat the stuff that comes out of the trees, and and you're supposed to be like the leader of the animals, but not in a way that you're slaving them and exploiting them, but actually like living side by side with them and. We're all together and thing, but I don't know. It's 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 really hard to get it to some people to make that connection fast. So the only thing we can do as vegans is spread the love, spread the truth. Some people might need to see the the very graphic stuff, and some people that's what they need to see in order to change. Some people are cool with maybe starting in a in a health level, like for their own health. But kind of like my mom, my mom didn't want to hear about it. She didn't want to see anything graphic. And I understood and I respected that. But not until she saw that it was having such a positive impact on my own health. that She's like, oh, well, you know what? Maybe there is something to it. Maybe I'll look into it. And once she looked into it and started feeling good in the health side, she was able to make the, the ethical connection. And then she started thinking, I'm like, oh, well, if I feel good without it, I am feel better it's not necessary. Why are we doing that to the poor cow? And yeah. that coming from my mom was like, whoa, she had her aha moment. And it wasn't, I was pushing it at the beginning and that's why we clashed. And once I let it, like, stop pushing it and I'm like, because I was still learning to have been in uh, months on the beginning, but I went to activism like within a month, which it's good, but it's bad because once you get into activism, especially going to vigils and doing like, outreach there is that risk of you get you can't get angry because it's 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 frustrating trying to talk to somebody and they don't they either don't want to hear it or they're holes to you they're rude or they make fun of you they bully you because you're a vegan 
it's yeah, it's awful. And they they say, oh, all you eat is rabbit food. Or, <laughs> you just eat you're, you're you're not a man, and da 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 da. And it's like yeah. I'm not a man. I mean, I have a beautiful girlfriend. A not like that matters, or says like you're like a man or anything. But like we still do manly things. I yeah. still, you know, you still do your yard work and your this and and what? Yes. You're not a man. You you still do all the normal things. You know. So yeah, I've heard the same thing. Like, oh yeah, you're not a man. But if anything, now that I've been vegan and speaking to women about it, it's like, if anything, I find it more manly that you can still be a man, but you're actually compassionate towards innocent animals. So if anything, exactly. it actually may put me in a a more manly bracket. And then you go and see athletes that are vegan and are killing it, like the world record bodybuilders, athletes in the NFL, UFC, like they're they're the guys that are like killing it and they're vegan. Are they less of a man? Go tell that guy, that UFC champion, hey, you're not a man because you don't eat meat. See what happens to you. He's not exactly. eat because he's better than that. But if you be like, okay, let's get in a ring and then let's see who, who wins. He's going to kick your ass. Oh my God. Yeah. And just because you could eat a steak and. You could do this, and I don't. I mean, it's just there's so many stereotypes, which uh-huh. is is why, like, every day in the Amazon, we're we're losing thousands and thousands of trees just because we need more room to breed livestock. And exactly, and really, are you kidding me? It's so, it's it's so weird how like we're so disconnected, and it doesn't help obviously that governments and all of this stuff is kind of like this subsidize this stuff, right? They they push it to us by because they're supporting the farmers that are doing it, and and then people reach out to like, oh, what about the farmers? Like uh, they're just trying to feed us, and well, they can grow plants, they can do plant milks, they can. And now I've heard, like, we see it all, like, a lot now. Farmers going fully vegan, and they're actually giving their cows to sanctuaries because they make the connection. And old people have made the connection, young people. So it's just excuses to, like, people not wanting to do, change their lifestyle. It might be, oh, well, it's less convenient, it's more expensive. Uh, Veggies, fruits, grains are actually cheaper. If anything, I've saved so much money in this last 11 months because meat is actually very expensive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's and the, the other thing. Everyone's like, oh, it's expensive or this or that. And it's like, no. no How expensive it is if at the end of the day, for the last 40 years of your life, you're going to be spending it on medication and hospital visits or a funeral because you died from something created by the food that you eat. Yeah, people I mean, don't see that, right? People really just need to wake up. People need to watch the documentaries yep. that we're trying to tell them to watch if they don't want to hear it from us. And it's like, you know what? Maybe just like hear it from something else or TV that you guys always want to watch. Because I mean, honestly, I don't watch like TV at all. But yep. like, I sat down for this because like, you know, I can't. I couldn't just listen to someone tell me like, yeah, obviously, you know, I have a beautiful girl who was telling me, yeah, I'm a vegan. I'm like, shit, (laughs) you know, (laughs) how is this really going to work? You know, not to say like, you know, like anyone should, you know, make an influence on your decision, but it's like, hold on, let me see this. Let me watch the video. Let me see what it's about. Yeah, you make your own based on it. I saw it and instantly I was like, no, done. Can't do it. You know, no more meat. Right then and there, went to my nearest vegan place, vegan restaurant, Claire's Cornucopia in New Haven. Got myself a nice buffalo, soy, chicken, freaking incredibly delicious, like, sandwich, bro. And I was just like, what? I could definitely do this, you know? And then, first of all, it's like, it's it's just rewarding. You're not eating animals. You're not, you feel I like- mean, you're not, you're not eating into, like, her like hurting hurting the world like like none of that you know what i'm saying and it, it you feel better like you said you feel like rejuvenated like you feel like a, a, a almost like you're being born again really because yes. like think about it when you're a baby and you see like a dog you're not like oh i want to eat this thing or if you see see like a chicken i want to eat this thing it's like your family could like literally take you to mcdonald's when you're little on the way to a petting zoo and get you chicken nuggets. Little do you know, because your parents aren't like, hey, everyone's chicken nuggets. And 
no one really thinks like it's made out of chicken when you're literally like, yeah, yeah, I want that because it comes with the toy and it comes with the fries. And then you're at the petting zoo and petting them and like your parents aren't going to be like, you know, you guys were just eating that. And it's like, <laughs> hey, maybe some of those parents are doing it. And the ones who do like good on you. I mean, I wish I did because I, if I heard that when I was little, I'd be like, what? I can't do that. We can't be eating that. Why are we eating that? You know? And uh, it's true, true. It's just like there's so many points you can make to people, and and just it's like I just don't get why, and it's it's it hurts my soul, it it hurts my energy, and but you know you like you said you surround yourself with people who do see it, and and it just charges you up even more, and you know what you're doing is like right, and you find your higher purpose, and you know if you could tell a couple people, and a couple people want to try it or do it and convert hey that's one more person than you that you didn't try and you exactly. didn't so here we are you know one connecticut thing. canada yeah. and boom across the like cities countries just because of the power of the internet too that's the other thing with the internet now is like it that we're able to show all of this it sometimes in real time when i'm at a vigil i can live stream and people are like people are more uh, not susceptible, but they're more uh, willing to look at a live stream and then they're like, oh, what is happening? And then they can just skip it. They're like, they either leave or they just stay, they're actually curious and they watch it. And the thing that I've noticed too, even with like my YouTube channel and now that I'm like doing more activism within my own business, oh, oh sorry, uh, just dropped my phone. Um, one thing that I've noticed is that you never know how your stories or that one photo even if nobody, you think that nobody saw it or nobody liked it, you don't know how it's going to plant the seed in that person. Like, I actually know of somebody that recently, based on only my Instagram stories, on one day that I did a bunch of stories with a vigil and positivity and showing some food, an Italian lady of, like, she's probably 60, something like that, somebody you wouldn't think it would make even that connection that easy, just by only seeing that I'm positive and that I'm doing this stuff, she's considering actually going vegan. And I had a 14-year-old kid that watched a video of a vigil, and then he gave up chicken just because he like, oh, well, no, they're just, they're like my friends. They're little animals that are innocent. Why am I eating them? So you never yeah. know how you're going to reach out to somebody. Like me and my mom clashed for the first six months. She didn't want to hear it. And then once she saw that I was cooking, she's like, hey, she started texting me. Hey, which almond milk is good? I'm like, uh, okay, try this one. And then a few weeks after, she's like, hey, uh, which tofu should I get? I'm like, oh, get this one. And then from that, it turns maybe we should go together and you can show me what to buy. I'm like, okay, cool. So being vegan actually built this relationship that I even that I never had with my mom. We're actually closer than ever. And she dude, that's it, awesome, dude. I, like it's it's such positive thing. And to what I what you were saying about connecting with new people, there's people that you're gonna lose for sure. But you know what? And you don't know how you're gonna affect them. Maybe they're in a like it doesn't matter. Don't let that kind of get to you because what you people that you might lose, even if they were close or whatever, you're gonna gain some other people that it's not that they're gonna replace them and make it up for you, but like. It's, it's, you're, in a, you're in your own journey. If, if you going vegan means that somebody doesn't want to talk to you, maybe they, they weren't supposed to be in your life then because you shouldn't just cut out somebody just based on, on diet. And it's and what it's taught me too, I had friends that were kind of there or I consider really close. And since I went vegan, they thought that I kind of turned into this vegan extremist. But then I had other people that were friends too that they're like, well, that's cool. I can see why you're doing. I respect it, and they're open to listening and then look into it on their own. And I have a friend that he gave up meat, and he's trying to do the bodybuilding thing. But if I never showed him that stuff or ever said anything, he would have not made the connection. And slowly, on his own, he's making his own changes. He's going gradually, but at least he's doing it. And that's what people don't understand. Sometimes they think, like, oh, one person's not going to change anything. I'm like, really? Well. Track back 11 months. That one flyer from Toronto Pick Save. If you guys don't know about Toronto Pick Save, uh, check it out torontopicksave.org. They're the do the big vigils in Toronto. There's an LA Save Animal. They're, every city has their own kind of 
edition of uh, animal activism. So Toronto Pig Save, the guys that were doing the protest outside the supermarket gave me the flyer. I can count from that one flyer, at least 10 people in the last 11 months have gone vegan, starting with my ex and me. So that's two. My mom is 95% vegan and she turned somebody vegan. So that's four. Then my ex turned two of her old friends vegans. That's six. I turned a friend vegan. That's eight. Now I got some people that are like looking into it. That's like, I can actually track how the one flyer, a piece of paper with some information had such a positive impact on everybody's life. And, and then out of those 10 people, you don't know who are going to inspire to do it. So then those 10 people turn into 20, 30. And next thing you know, in 30 years, maybe half the world is vegan, maybe more. Who the hell knows? Look, it's growing so fast too now. Oh my God, dude. Every day it is growing. Every single day. Because people are feeling great. And you know what it is? And I think that's the, the key that why I'm like, I'm sharing more than I used to do before. I used to more being a photographer and a videographer. I was two of the perfectionists. I'm not going to post a photo that's not taken with my professional DSLR on my phone. And I'm like, you know what? No. Based on like getting the, the advice from Gary Vaynerchuk, if you guys haven't checked them out, check Gary V. And um, I started documenting. So then I'm documenting what I eat in the morning, what I'm doing with my photos, what I'm doing this. I'm sharing and people see my attitude has changed from going to be uh, somebody that suffered from depression and anxiety to be somebody that wakes up and it's able to dance just because it's so happy, it's feeling so good because of what I'm eating, because of what I'm doing, that it, it's contagious. They're like, well, I, I, I don't, I want to feel like him. What is he doing? And so they start looking into it and realize that it is the diet because when you cut out all the food and all that stuff, you're cutting out all the stress, all the suffering that you're taking. And whether you believe in karma or not, like in a way it's like it's bad energy that you're consuming from this animal. And that's oh my God. as illness, whether it's a mental illness, whether it's actual illness that we know by scientific facts too now that are actually related. Like bacon and processed meats do give you cancer. When, when you go on a vegan diet, how much cholesterol are you getting? Zero. Right? Like, people are reversing yeah. like illnesses by going on a vegan diet. That's amazing. I used to think being healthy was eating meat right? and, and protein and, and, or not protein. I shouldn't even say that. But eating meat and steak and chicken and this and that was, like, the only way to, to eat. And I, I don't know. It, it's just it's not it's not how to do it at all and what, what's happening what i see now is like it's because it is very controlled by the government and obviously the farm industry and the meat industry lobby the government to be able to push it more but at the end of the day it's all about the consumer and if we're the ones that are cutting the supply and demand for them that's what we're seeing a lot of companies are going either out of business or changing to plant-based so many restaurants have like gone vegan or all kinds of things that are going cruelty free, even not just with the food, but like animal in general, like people not going to zoos anymore is because before, yeah, I'll admit I used to go to the zoo and I'm like, Oh, this is cool. But now I look at a zoo and I'm like, they're just slaves there for, for us to be entertained. Or then like yeah. something that really kills me here. And I know, I, I guess in Connecticut it will happen too, but in Canada, because of the winter, people walking their dogs with a Canada goose jacket, which I'm like, well, you have a dog on your leash and you have a dead dog around your neck. How can you, and, and to give them some benefit of the doubt, a lot of people are not aware that the fur trim on a Canada goose jacket is a real coyote or a dog. And then I've had people that you tell them and they're like, oh my God, I didn't know. And they right away unzip the fur trim and they're like, well, yeah, now I know that I'm not going to want to support this company. Then I had a guy like last week that I'm like, hey, man, I'm like, uh, I don't know if you're aware that your your fur trim on your jacket is a real dog. No, it's not. I'm like, well, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm like, I, I did my research. I did. Oh, he just gave me the finger and walked away. I'm like, all right, cool. Some people don't want to hear it. He thinks he looks cool with a $700 jacket of with a tortured animal around his neck, which, like I said, if you're not aware I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, but once you know the facts and then you 
choose to ignore it or think that, oh, well, I don't care, then that's, that there's a problem there. But at the same time, like what, what I'm trying to do with my activism and how it's changed is I'm just trying to show you the facts. I'm trying to be as respectful as I can with everybody and trying to be empathetic, showing love. I had a really good encounter this weekend. I did a Cube of Truth for Anonymous of the Voiceless in Toronto. And I did it in Spanish, which uh, it's my first time doing outreach in Spanish. It is my, my first language technically because I was born in Colombia, even though I don't speak Spanish as much anymore. Um, but they were from Colombia as well. So it kind of reminded me like if I was looking at my mom and myself and them, like they, they kind of gave me that vibe. And I started talking to them about fur first, and then they're like, yeah, they're agreeing with it. Then I brought it to the diet, and I'm like, oh, did you know this about the egg industry? And did you know this about the fish industry? And they're like, no, no, no. And same reasons that I had before. I was like, oh, well, this is tradition. This is what my grandma showed me how to do it. This is what we've always done. And you can't look at the past or things that we used to do to justify what we do now because obviously we know we evolved. We used to think that having slaves was okay. It still happens, but most like we're fighting to end all of that. And that's, this is our fight, this generation. We're still fighting for humans and uh, we're fighting for animals because they can't speak up. And the main thing with speaking up for animals is that it brings such love and compassion to you that you start being more compassionate towards humans and towards the earth. So if anything, it has like a triple effect of positivity. You feel good, you're saving animals, and then you feel more willing to help other humans too. Exactly, bro. Exactly. And we just need to keep spreading it. That's, that's all we can do. Um, so I was pretty good. I, I want to kind of switch a little bit of the subject to your company. So Todd in Connecticut does have his own business, and he's going to tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so uh, thank you. My business is uh, something that, you know, kind of just sparked after my mother passed, and it's called H-Tray, which, uh, I don't know, let me, I'm just going to let that sink into people, H-Tray, it's spelled H-T-R-A-E, let's take it a little further and actually have you guys write it down on a piece of paper, and then if you have, have one in front of you. Yeah. And then uh, look at it backwards. It's earth backwards. And it really just wants, awesome. you know, we really want people to just freaking realize that we are all on this earth together. And um, we, we, we have one life. It's one gift. We get one, one chance to do it. Do what you love. I mean, I work a beautiful job. You know, I work in 95. I'm blessed. Absolutely. You always got to say that. But on the on the side, I get to explore this job, and this is my passion. And my passion is to get other people to discover their passion in life. I lost my mother to lung cancer about uh, seven years ago, and um, I, I've just been trying to tell people like you never know when your last breath is. And uh, currently, my father has lung cancer now, and it's just it's a it's a battle and. I just want people to just be happy, do something like even if like you want to learn how to play the guitar, it's like take 10 minutes out of your day, yep. sit down, YouTube it and learn how to do it. If you want to learn how to build a website, do it. If you want to try to tell someone to smile, do it. Like <laughs> everyone always thinks tomorrow's inevitable and tomorrow's going to come. And you know, what? it's not, it's not a guarantee. Exactly. Like, and it's like horrible stuff even happens nowadays more than ever and it's like you could be at the wrong place at the wrong time now and and then you're like dang i wish i did this i wish i called that person and told them i love them i wish i actually called that person back who wanted who called me and i had that missed call i could have should have would have and it's easier you know to say after things have happened but like you it's like but that's why i want you to stop and think really kind of slow down if you could even slow down time sometimes like people rush 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 and then boom 10 o'clock's done they did nothing for themselves because they're so worried and fixated i gotta do this i gotta do that i gotta do that yes of course of course you gotta do those things but at the same time you could do those things get it done be thinking about what it is you love or and and do a little bit of that for yourself and 
I don't know. That's that's kind of what my company just wants people to realize is stop and think, do something you love, and and that's that's it, bro. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. It yeah, it kind of relates to like the, the thing that is expanding my mind after going vegan. It kind of it it does broaden your perspective too, and it brings your perspective to a different level that. You should be grateful that you woke up this morning and you were able to take a breath. That, yes, there is people in worse situations, but you specifically, everybody has their own crap they're dealing with. Everybody has some kind of suffering in a different way. But if you're able to get up and make a decision of what you can do today, make it so it's something that you actually feel happy about, something that is going to, even if it takes you 10 years to build it, but if you know that every day you're doing something towards that goal, and especially if you're living every day, like, yeah, like it's, it's cliche, but like live every day. Like it feels your last one because yeah, you don't know what's going to happen to you. You don't know what's going to happen to your relatives. Make sure that you, you spread the love. You tell the person that you love them. You, you do something nice for somebody because you know what? There's certain things that you might not see it right now, but let's say you help somebody on the street. You don't know where that person's going to be in 10 years and five years. You might meet them again. Maybe that person, they were in need. You help them. They get their shit together. And then somehow they, they do great. And somehow they're going to come back to you or in a, in a, a different form. It might be them directly. It might be somebody they know. It might be something they do. Maybe you like by giving money to somebody in need or helping somebody turning vegan or opening their eyes to something. You don't know how that person, that person might be the person that changes the world too. And yeah. you help them get there. And then by you giving all this good karma and good energy out, all you're going to get in return is that same good karma and good thing. Yes, things, life still happens and things are bad are going to happen. But one thing that I've learned a lot is I'm trying to keep my myself accountable for everything that happens in my life, whether it's good or not. So if something like a job didn't work, well, that is my fault. My if, if it's on, if I can control it as much as I can, like that's the kind of life I want to do. I want to live in a way that I'm the one that's in control of everything. So I know some people need to have the nine to fives and everything, and that might be just a temporary thing. But as long as instead of you going home and spending five hours on Netflix, just binge watching shows. Maybe try to do learn some skills for your side hustle. Maybe, like you said, learn how to play the guitar. Maybe you always wanted to learn how to cook. Well, YouTube, there's recipes, there's this, there's that. Like everything is accessible on the internet. So unless it's something like obviously you can't just learn how to play basketball off YouTube or like become a great athlete. There is some stuff that you got to be realistic that you can do. But most things everybody can do you just got to put in the work you got to do practice you got to change your perspective be grateful be be, be like realize that we're in one of the best eras to be alive yes there's a lot of bad but think about all the good too that there is we just we're close to go to mars look at the stuff that elon musk is doing look at the stuff that so many people are doing vegans like look at artists like somebody like moby he He's such a good influence on everybody as an animal uh, rights activist to the point that, look, his last album, it's a beautiful album. It's great. All of the proceeds are going to sanctuaries. He doesn't have to do that, but that's what he does. His restaurant that he has in L.A., all the proceeds go to animal sanctuaries. So if, yep. if people, that's the thing, people in power need to wake up too because if they have the influence on so many people, they're the ones that should be pushing more for the positivity and one person that if you don't follow him right now you should will smith he, he's, oh always my been, God. Dude, he's always been amazing like we know that humble everything but what he's doing on instagram right now he's killing it because he's just showing himself his true person and he's spreading love and positivity and it's, it's changing people's life in a way that like oh, i can't even imagine like it just gets you pumped to be like, yeah, follow your dreams. Do what you love. Love people. Do, I don't know, love animals. Love everything because it's beautiful to be alive. And what's the other option? You can sit there and complain about it for three hours and feel depressed and angry about it. Or you can spend those three hours being grateful for what you have, 
learning some new skills that maybe in six months, maybe a year, maybe two years, you become so good at that because it's your passion that guess what? Maybe you can quit your nine to five in three years and do your passion full time. You're doing it. You have your nine to five, but you have your company. And then there was going to be a day that it's the balance is going to go to, Hey, guess what? I'm able to do my company thing all the time. Now I don't need that nine to five. But the reason you're going to be able to do it is because you're in, you are putting in the work and it's, and especially because you're doing it, you're not just like, doing this to make money you're actually doing it to open people's mind and help people elevate to a level of like just uh equality and connectedness and like it's all the kind of like hippie thing that a lot of people would probably think but that, that oh, is yeah. the way of living bro like what else? well and i mean our acronym right now is happy thoughts really are everything so That's... i mean it, it's just it's it's a mindset i mean you wake up in the morning and how you wake up in a good mood, dude, you're going to have a fantastic day. You wake yeah. up worried, annoyed, pissed. Oh, I got to see this person at work. I got to see. This. Yeah. You know what? There's yeah. things we can't fix right now. Wake yeah, up. Sure. Be stoked. You're up. First of all, be That's your gift in the morning. Boom. I'm alive. Cool. Like, yeah, great. I sleep. Amazing. <laughs> great. You know, here we are. Another day. Another time I get to meet new people, whatever. And just carry that momentum every single day. I mean, if if you live in the present, you will never fear the future. I mean, I have it tatted on my leg. It's something that I live by, you know, and it's just, it's, it's, it's what I believe in. If you live in the moment, you will never fear the future. You got to create abundance however you got to do it, by attracting it, by being grateful for what you already have, by loving someone else by by just always waking up thank you for this i'm thankful for that there's a lot more things to be thankful that you than the things that you really need or want or desire you know exactly soul perspective and attitude like and i that's that's been kind of like the the main thing just from going vegan and from finally kind of realizing that no if it like in my case, being a photographer, being an artist, I've always wanted to do music. If you guys want to know more about my music thing, I'm not going to bore you right now. Just go check episode one, which I kind of just go off on how I became a musician. And it all started like when I was 14. And I didn't realize until now that all of the 17 years of me just doing, I did for eight years. I did the Home Depot. I worked at Home Depot, the nine to five or six to three at that point. And realized that you know what this is not what i want to do with my life i want I want something else i quit and i went to school and got my photography degree and then through the photography that's what's helping me kind of build my brand within the vegan community and then it's helping me gain it helped me gain skills that it's helping me promote my music it helped me uh become good at video it taught me how to do music production and all this stuff that before I used to kind of, my perspective, it was different. I'm like, oh, I wasted my time in school. Oh, I put myself in debt. Now I'm like, yeah, I got debt, but at least it's good debt. is debt that helped me learn skills. It taught me so much and made me meet people that otherwise I wouldn't be able to do the, sh- the stuff that I do right now because I, I, I would not make those connections in the past. And that's what I've noticed. When you're doing good and you don't know how one interaction with one person, whether it's just one day, it could be one year, it could be your ex, it could be, you don't know who it is or what it was for. It might take years for you to make the connection. I'm like, oh, shit. If I didn't date that girl, I would not end up, like, in my case, like, this one girl that I dated briefly for, like, a couple of years when I when we broke up, she helped me find an apartment, which is my current apartment. You know, if I didn't come with her to see the apartment, I not got the apartment. So then I would have been able to have my drums here, which now it's like where I record my studio. Like all of this stuff that before I'm like, oh, that's weird, or like, oh, that was a waste of time. Don't don't let your past cripple you. That's one thing that I learned. Like everything that happened happened for a reason. You made a decision. Do point do the the connection of the dots. What, what bad, what, or sorry, what good came out of that bad situation? What lesson did I learn? What connection did I make 
Uh, I didn't, I learned how to play bass because of my ex. I went vegan because of my ex. If I didn't, if I, imagine if I never made a move on her, right? Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be having this podcast right now because I would still probably be eating meat and be depressed and probably sick. Exactly. And here you are, probably happier than ever and about to be more successful than ever. Thank you, brother. That's, that's very sweet. And same with you. It's like through the veganism and through sharing my story and being part of the community on Instagram, that's how I've made this relationship with you. That's how I connect with other artists. Uh, randomly, like one of the songs that I made is with a rapper. How did I meet the rapper? Because his vegan girlfriend got on a, randomly on a bus that I was on and she heard me talk to another vegan that randomly was on the bus too. And they're like, oh my God, all three of us are vegan. That's amazing. And so from there, like I met the guy and we just clicked and we started collaborating and now we've made like three songs. Thanks to veganism. So yeah, I think that's a little bit about me. Um, we're going to bring it back to Todd and we're going to finalize this. He's just going to tell us a little about where his company's going and what his future plans are for his vegan journey. All right, guys. So Todd is here and he's going to tell us about where his company is going and his future in veganism and world domination through love and positivity. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. So, yeah. So basically... Um, we have Compassion Fest coming up in uh, Connecticut this year, and uh, we're going to have a booth there. We're going to be selling bracelets. We're going to be also um, be trying to sell baked goods, in which we are working on packaging for those as well. Me and my girlfriend have been trying to perfect vegan marshmallow treats, and awesome. they are absolutely incredible. We are doing like a protein line and a non-protein line, and... It's just something fun and, a, and another sweet treat, something that, you know, we can hand out to people during this fest. It's going to be a great time. We're also going to go be talking to a children's class in Connecticut on A. And, you know, we're just going to spread nothing but positivity and love. And, and we're, you know, the ultimate goal is to, you know, be able to go school to school to school or university to university and, and then bigger and bigger to like other people who really also need to hear the message. I mean, one of my biggest motivators is like Tony Robbins. I love Tony Robbins. I mean, that guy touches so many people. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but you Actually, guys should check no. him out. No, I will check him out. Oh my God, man. He is, he is absolutely incredible. He is moving. He, the seminars that he does are just absolutely like unbelievable. Like, it's just it's something that I just want to be able to do to the world and just really touch every soul. Everyone has a flaw. Everyone has an imperfection. And we can get through that. We can get you to be happy. We can get you to explore your talent. We can get you to be great and beautiful. And obviously, you can't be happy 24-7. But, I mean, you definitely can practice at least trying to be <laughs> at least 90%. And that that's the future of our brand. And I mean, it's it's H tray, it's Earth backwards. So clearly, you know, we're just trying to spread this all over the world. And we have an Instagram. You could check us out. We have a website. You could check us out. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna uh, put all those links on the description so yeah. you guys can check it out. And and that's it, man. I'm glad to uh, up with so many like beautiful connections so far. High Road being one of them. I mean just kind of met i saw him like off of like a hashtag i think and i'm like damn this dude <laughs> this dude keeps it real he has a tattoo of a cow i remember him <laughs> messaging me like valentine's day like this is my valentine yeah. <laughs> like i'm like dude this dude is a spiritual being like uh, i love it we got to connect him you connect like this far away we can connect like every little group around us until we spread bigger and bigger and bigger so if i could affect all the people in connecticut get it to go further and further we could like we can meet in the middle by spreading all these people and who knows what kind of event we could have in the middle and it could be all the people that we've infected with veganism so to speak and and see just like how powerful we can really be and 
I think the world is is in the right direction and we need to keep fighting, you know, for what we wanted to keep going in that direction and, and, and we're on our way. That's amazing, dude. And it's people like you that are changing this world and will change this world by inspiring our generation, inspiring the newer generation and even reaching the old generation that might be a little more close-minded to the change. But once they see that it's all with love and positivity, they are going to open their mind and then help us accelerate this process anyways. And like you said, we, we got to take advantage of technology that if you and me can reach out and make a connection from borders, the internet all is doing is tearing down those borders and those we're all, like you said, like you said it best, we're all earthlings. There's there's one nation, which is just earth. And yep. like one love, one yeah. world, like that's it. Happy thoughts really are everything. We're all here to inhibit one earth. And and, and that's it. Beautiful, man. So you guys, don't forget, I'm going to put all the links in, in the description. Check out Todd's Instagram, his company, all the merch that he has. Go buy some bracelets, some shirts, and spread the the word and the love through everything that he does. And I'm just so happy that I was able to connect with him. And I hope you guys check him out and start changing your perspective too. And see if he can do it, you can do it. And all he's going to do is it's going to make you happy. Likewise, brother. I'm so stoked. I'm blessed. I mean, I love you. It's incredible to meet a connection across the world. And, and thank you for having me on your podcast. And I mean, this is just one of many to come. So thank exactly. you, everybody, for listening. And and just keep keep following us and, and keep doing your own thing as well. And, and keep your journey going and showing people your journey and, and watch watch the love grow. It's It's going to be beautiful. So thank you. That's awesome. I love you too, man. So everybody, thank you for tuning in. This was episode two of Hyrophonics and Friends. Uh, don't forget, check all the links below. Follow me on Instagram, on YouTube. I'm going to link uh, Todd's YouTube too, so you can check out his stuff. Check out his beautiful girlfriend, and she does and a lot of beautiful modeling work and all this beautiful love spreading to through positivity and just uniqueness. And like he said, follow your dreams. Don't let the negative noise tell tell you, oh, you can't do that or you shouldn't do that. No, whatever feels right on your heart, follow it and you're going to see that you're going to be happy. Um, Absolutely. Next episode, guys, is going to be with Tommy Nelson. He's a producer, a musician, just an awesome guy in the music industry. So next episode is going to be bringing it back a little more to music. And so stay tuned. And thank you so much and have a good night, guys.